Matthew, the 11th chapter, verses 28 through 30. Come to me, all you who are weary and are carrying heavy burdens, and I will give you rest. Take my yoke upon you and learn from me, for I am gentle and humble in heart, and you will find rest for your souls, for my yoke is easy and my burden is light. So college is back in session. It's the second week of school. There's a hint of cool in the air. There's a lot of transition that's happening right now. We're still in my house in the transition between summer and fall, between summer schedule, which you know includes all sorts of great things like extra freedom, Bedtime, late bedtimes, nearly round-the-clock snacks. <laughs> and now back to order with school. So lots of things are changing in our house right now. We're working on a new rhythm of life. We're leaving summer and headed back into a new semester, back to work and gymnastics and piano and running and spinning and all the church activities that begin in the fall. It's a lot. It's a lot. And to be completely honest, this hasn't been an easy start to the year. I'm figuring out my rhythm here. Stephanie is figuring out her rhythm with work at First Methodist. And we're both struggling to figure out how to get the girls to all the things that they do and to keep up with all that ministry calls for us to do. Finding new rhythms. Finding new rhythms is tough work. So this morning, if you're feeling stressed... You are not alone. A lot of us are. If you're struggling, you're not alone. A lot of us are. If you're worn out because change is hard, and let me say that again, change is always hard, you are not alone. If that's you this morning, if you're struggling through this transition, then I want you to know not only are you not alone, but I also want you to know that it's time for you to be on your guard. It's time for you to be ready and watchful about your lives. It's time for you to know that you're not alone and to be on the lookout for burnout. Now, you might be thinking, what? We're in the transition. We're, We're not even into the work yet. We're just getting ready for the work. We're just getting ready for the new routine. No, now is the time when you need to be on the lookout for burnout. You need to be careful that this season of transition doesn't leave you in a state of emotional and physical or mental exhaustion. You need to check the level of stress in your life because burnout is easy to slip into. I know because I've been there. And burnout has left me feeling overwhelmed and emotionally drained and crushed by constant demands for my attention. Burnout is real. And it's this season when we're in the midst of transition trying to develop rhythms that we can start down that slippery slope. Really, I think burnout begins when we substitute routines for rhythms. When we substitute what I have to do for who I'm called to be. That's where burnout begins. Burnout begins when we, instead of developing rhythms that help us thrive, we develop routines that allow us to get things 
done. And I have to confess to you this morning, that's an easy thing for me to slip into because I like to get things done. And sometimes I need to get things done. And sometimes I'll prioritize getting stuff done over living in to who God is calling me to be. When that happens, when we begin to swap rhythms for routines, you'll find yourself outside of God's rhythm for your life. You'll be out of sync with God's design for you. God desires for us to have rhythms that give us life, sustain us, and help us to live abundant lives. That's God's heart for us, that we would live abundantly, that we would thrive, that we would produce and grow and glorify God in every area of our lives. But far too often, we settle for just getting things done. Jesus reminds us of his heart for us in John chapter 10, verse 10, where he says, the thief comes only to steal, kill, and destroy. And routines will do that. They will still steal, kill, and destroy your joy. But Jesus says, I have come that they, that's us, we may have life and have it to the full. Y'all, I know I'm at my worst with my focus in ministry and life is to just take care of the next thing, the next meeting, the next study, the next project, the next report. That's not a life-giving rhythm for me. It's a routine that gets things done, but it's not a rhythm that sustains me. If your sole focus is just getting things done, but then by all means, adopt a rhythm choir. Or, excuse me, adopt a routine. <laughs> adopt a routine. You'll be highly effective, but you'll probably be left burnout. This is why diets don't work, right? I appreciate an amen on that, right? Because a diet's a routine. Eat this and you'll lose weight. Well, the problem is you can't keep eating this same thing or doing this same routine over and over again and have success in the long term. You don't need a routine. You need a rhythm. You need a change of life. And life change and rhythms are different than routines and schedules. Routines like diets fail over time. and They fail because while they help us obtain short-term goals, they don't lead to abundant life. So be careful that you don't replace the life-giving giving rhythms of God with routines. And be careful because this doesn't just happen in our daily life, but it can happen in our faith as well. Sometimes in our desire to be in a deeper relationship with God, we can settle for routines of study and prayer and service that center on getting things done instead of getting in touch with God. We can study and pray and serve out of a sense of duty instead of out of love for God. We can study and pray and serve because it's a commitment we've made only to find ourselves in routines that drain us and keep us from God's will for us. I'd suggest to you this morning that we need to drop our routines and begin to pick up the rhythms of God. Because here's the reality, friends. It doesn't matter how much you've done. It doesn't matter how many times you've attended Sunday school class, if you've got the pins and the, you know, the awards for all of the classes you've attended. It doesn't matter how many disciple Bible studies you've been a part of. It doesn't matter how often you come to church. If you aren't being transformed inwardly, if your heart is not changed 
by the unforced rhythms of God, then all of that stuff, all of those commitments, all of that routine is for naught. God's desire is not that you would simply be present, but that you would be transformed. That's why in our scripture text, Jesus says, come to me all you who are weary and are carrying heavy burdens and I will give you rest. Take my yoke upon you and learn from me for I am gentle and humble in heart and you will find rest for your souls for my yoke is easy and my burden is light. Jesus is saying here that he wants to show us, to teach us a new way of living, a new way of being. And his desire is to take the burdens of life off of our shoulders to give us rest, the kind of rest we actually need, not just a break from the stuff we have to do, but rest that allows us to thrive. I love the way Eugene Peterson translates uh, these three verses in the message. He says this, are you tired, worn out, burned out on religion? Come to me. Get away with me and you'll recover your life. I'll show you how to take a real rest. Walk with me and work with me. Watch how I do it. Learn the unforced rhythms of grace. I won't lay anything heavy or ill-fitting on you. Keep company with me and you'll learn to live freely and lightly. I think sometimes in our busyness, in our striving to figure out what to do next, we miss out on what Jesus has for us. I think we can get so caught up on tell me what to do that we miss God's heart for us, God's heart to be with us and to have us to know him. I want you to hear these questions again from Jesus and answer them for yourselves honestly. Are you tired? Worn out? burned out. Then listen to what Jesus asks us to do. Come to me. Get away with me. And you'll recover your life. And I'll show you how to take a real rest. Walk with me and work with me. Watch how I do it. Learn the unforced rhythms of grace. Jesus says, come to me not pray harder, as if one could pray harder. Jesus says, come to me, not read more or make a to-do list. Jesus says, come to me, not buy another planner or join another Bible study. Jesus says, come to me, get away with me, and I will show you how to walk in unforced rhythms of grace, unforced rhythms. What that means is in natural rhythms that allow you to live an abundant life. A life filled with grace and hope and peace and joy and with a confidence that says you can face tomorrow because Jesus is alive and has welcomed you into his presence. Unforced rhythms, not fast-paced routines. Unforced rhythms, not multi-tiered agendas. I have this rhythm in my life. I wake up in the morning and I go to the gym and spin or I go out and run with my running guys and then I come into the office and by the time I get to the office, 
the children in the education center have been turned loose to play on the playground. Never fails. I'm walking in and they're like running out the doors onto the playground. And so I'm walking up and I usually, um, I, I come into the parking lot maybe a little bit too fast um, into my parking spot, thinking about all that I have to do in the day and how I probably should have been here a little bit earlier, thinking about all of those things. And I've got my computer on my back and sometimes all the stuff I have to do in my hands and I walk toward the door. And as I'm walking to the door, I not, not only notice the children playing on the playground, but every day there's a couple kids standing at the gate. And so as I walk in, they always ask me this one question as I'm walking very intently to the door. Hey, what's your name? <laughs> Which wakes me up. I say, my name's Jonathan, what's your name? And they say, <laughs> they don't answer. But this routine of mine that I'd been going through this, that has now become a rhythm, has opened my eyes to something. Those kids playing on that playground, nothing out there is forced. Nothing out there is forced. It's all unforced. They're out there enjoying the sun, and they're out there enjoying all of that sand and the swings. They're enjoying each other's company out on the playground, living in unforced rhythms of grace. Man, i got to learn that. What I need in my life is not another routine. What I need is the opportunity to live in an unforced rhythm. Thanks be to God, Jesus offers us the opportunity to come to him and to learn a new way of being that allows us not only to get by, but to thrive, to live abundantly, to have more than we could have ever asked or imagined poured out for us. Unforced rhythms of God's grace a place where our burdens are light and easy, where life is abundant and free because we are becoming the people Jesus has called us to be. Unforced rhythms, where we're learning a new and better way, that's the kind of life Jesus invites us to. That's the kind of life you're invited to today. And coming to Jesus is easy. It's an invitation to jump in, to drop the routine, and to pick up a rhythm that will change your life. Would you pray with me this morning? Lord, for far too long we've been far too busy. For far too long we have traded life-giving rhythms for routines that enable us to be productive. All the while, burdening us with stress and anxiety. Help us to hear you calling us to yourself. Help us, God, to hear your invitation today to come and experience abundant life in you. Help us to let go, not only of our sinfulness and our brokenness, God, but of our need to be needed. To let go of our routines and our plans 
so that we can take hold of you and the transformed life that you have for us. This we pray in the name of Christ, who is our Redeemer and our Lord. Amen.